From James Cannon, we've got the 1045 to Phobos. The 1045 to Phobos? Yes. What's Phobos? Phobos is the moon of Mars. Moon of Mars. I say moon, it's more like a asteroid that is just orbiting Mars. Well, listen. I think. You can keep your rings of Saturn. Yeah. You can keep your moons of Mars. Yeah. There's one thing in the universe that really something bars. Yeah. yeah. Jupiter Rock. Jupiter right. Rock. Yeah, Jupiter Rock. Um, <laughs> Anyone from the same junior school we went to listening? <laughs> We're only eight minutes in. <laughs> Don't die. You've got to wear it this week. I'd like to know. If anyone else knows what that song is, yeah, yeah, like this is a, that that song you're referencing was just from like a song we'd sing in assembly, yeah, yeah, in but, junior but, school. But, but, but our teacher didn't write it. Yeah, yeah. Someone else must know what that song yeah. is. Someone else, someone, someone else, else out, out there, there. Yeah. in the in the wide universe, someone knows what Jupiter Rock is. Yeah, someone out there wrote it. Because I'm pretty sure, from what, I, and this is just a very big digression now. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember her saying that it was like from like a musical. Okay. And it kind of had the same vibes as the Magic School Bus. Mm, a little bit. That's that's my yeah memory of what she said Jupiter Rock yeah, was. Yeah. So all yeah. I, all I remember Tom yeah. is that um, when we were were told we were allowed to have on the last day of school we were allowed to sing any hymn we wanted. Yeah. We all said Jupiter Rock. Jupiter Rock. And we're told that it wasn't a hymn. And then after that we went for Shine Jesus Shine yeah. because that had clapping bits in it. Yeah. Um, but but importantly watched... that was the day we learned that Jupiter Rock wasn't a hymn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Shine Jesus Shine, right? They, they played it on uh, Songs of Praise. Yeah. And they didn't have the clapping bit. What? I was so annoyed. <laughs> you mean? Yeah, I know. I was just like, what? Uh, culture's falling apart. I know, time. right? <laughs> What's becoming Can't even clap in hymns anymore. Sending you to jail. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, point being, Phobos. Yes. 410? The uh, 1045. 1045. 1045 to Phobos, as though it's a train yeah, time. Yeah, okay. So we've got, we've got space this... Space train. Space train to Phobos. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going from Earth. No? I think it's going from a different... Maybe it's going from Mars. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe, I, they've, maybe they've got a spaceport on Phobos, and that's yep. how you get off Mars. Yes. You've got to go via train first. Yeah, well, it could be... I, I mean, trains... What is... A space lift, except a train up. Yeah. So, um, so maybe we just have that, right? Yeah. And then the ten forty-five uh, to Phobos. Yeah. So, so in order to get out into the into the galaxy, you've got to go. You've got to get on this train. Yeah. So you, someone's been like stockpiling something on Mars, and they've got to get it. They 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 want to take it out. And, and ship it out uh, into the into the galaxy. Yeah, somewhere. some uh, some space contraband. Some contraband. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's it's one of those things where they get embroiled because everyone has the same idea. Yeah, like this is going to be the last one for a while because Phobos is slipping out of alignment. They're going to yeah. have to shut down the the, the rail networks. Everyone. So, so it's a space elevator. I quite like I quite like the idea. That this is like a, a space western. Yeah, because it's obviously like a train allegory. Yes, this elevator's going up ten forty five. Okay, okay, okay. So we've got 
corporate Mars. Yeah. Right? Corporate Mars, these different cities on Mars, yeah. all made by, by you know, uh, like corporations. Different companies, yeah. yeah. We've got the Disney one on there. Yeah, you got Disney, you got the Bezos, you got the you got the Musk, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how the I love how two of those have actual plans <laughs> to get to Mars. Disney might just buy it's Mars. Turn up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna turn up and put a big mouse on it. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Just drive in the shape of a mouth for for, <laughs> for several years, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, you've got those right, yeah. And they are absolutely like they're they're cracking down because there's been all, there's all this unrest. People are starting to realise that like corporations sh- isn't how we should have gotten to Mars. It le- mm. But this is decades ago, right? Yeah. Like they, they, all that all that colonisation happened ages and ages ago. Mm. Now we're just left with this sort of. Uh, we've we've made contact and and uh, with with other okay right planets. or maybe it's just that we've we've continued settling yeah maybe it's just like a big big colonization effort across like we've got we've got colonies on like Titan yeah, yeah. All, all sorts of stuff we've got, we've got big big uh, like Star Wars <laughs> best bin things in Jupiter yeah um, we got we got like uh, just a space station that, yeah. that greets Pluto every now and then yeah yeah. <laughs> Hi Pluto. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Pluto says as he goes past. He's like, we're not, we're not landed on Pluto. No. <laughs> Pluto's just like, bye. We just got, they're just keeping Pluto in check. Yeah. I, I think Pluto, right, in this world needs to have like a really, really good resource on it. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you you cast me off as a non-planet years ago. <laughs> yeah, Pluto. It has this really good resource in it. It's, it's the thing that is is required for intergalactic travel. Yeah. The problem is that Pluto won't slow down long enough to to to, to, to be land on, on it. Yeah, yeah. And and even when we try, we built a whole uh, satellite, like yeah. a, not a satellite, a, a whole space station in its way, yeah. in the shape of a giant net yeah. <laughs> to slow its progress, so that yeah. we could get on and, and mine it. Yeah. It just kept going it just sped up and it just carried the space station with it for ages there was a huge disaster yeah, yeah. Uh, on this and, and it was just like fuck you <laughs> yeah declassify me as a planet yeah look <laughs> look who comes crawling back that's like that's right humanity and the people who, fuckers people who came back from that accident yeah um, all came back with their mind powers um, so <laughs> <laughs> That was very Dune, like <laughs> the intergalactic travel thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they all came back with like prescient powers. Yeah, yeah, they um, could see the future. Exactly. But um, point being, we're we're on this we're on this train. Yeah. Oh, we're not on this train yet. On the um, space elevator, some, right? Someone has uh, realised that um, because of the like the terrorist activity, all the uprisings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're shutting down the the shuttle to to uh, to Phobos, mm. and um, they're like, "Shit, I've really got to get this to Titan." Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been given this big package mm. to get to to get to Titan. I've I've got to get on the last train. Yeah, right. So they they basically sell like a prize possession. Mm. Um, it's uh, Sandra Bullock sells oh god uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like wow with the objectification there Matt no. it's a prize possession let's, let's say it's Sandra Bullock <laughs> she, she sells a Sandra Bullock to get uh, <laughs> to uh, um, to get um, uh, figuratively yeah yeah um, like it's something she values that much mm. um, and uh, she she sells it uh, to, to get 
the last ticket onto this train yeah not realizing that every other ticket on that train every other seat on that train is someone else dangerous who is uh, has had the same idea yeah yeah like they, they all know about this shipment yeah and they they need to get they need to get it for their own like exactly. all their corporate interests or, or something like that mm-hmm. it's basically the plot of bullet train almost yes uh, but going up in space <laughs> so it's like it's like way 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 more yeah because it's in space. Because it's in space. Yeah. Uh, and I think, um, uh, uh, like, a big part of it is that, like, you know, this thing is pinned into Phobos, right? Yeah. Like, it's it, it anchored. Mm. This 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 track is anchored into, into Phobos, which means that at one point, like... As um, like uh, this, the, these gunfights and these explosions start to happen on this train, yeah, it starts to buckle the track and start pulling Phobos in towards Mars. Oh no! And so like the the that whole like um, I think I know, there's going to be emotional stakes here as well. Yeah, um, I think, but basically, the majority of the people on on um, uh, this train have no vested interest in Mars. Yeah, all their um this uh like this thing is pri- proprietary technology it's terraforming technology yeah that's been smuggled off mars because they didn't want the corporations to have it yeah um <clears throat> they uh they all want it for their own individual base yeah so that they can use it um the uh they all have no vested interest in mars however sandra bullock's got a daughter on mars yeah so she's like the only one on that train who needs Phobos not to smash into Mars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think she ends up like um, using the terraforming thing to to push it back into place, right? Yes, and, and thus ruining the well, chance and, of... and, and thus like Phobos becomes like this verdant uh, terraformed yeah. moon um, with like vines all growing up into space yes. uh, in the in the gravit- gra- gra- gravitronic field that that contains oxygen, um, you know, it, uh, mm. and and you know contains air. It's like the uh, the Genesis project in Star Trek Two. Exactly, like yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. It can be considered a really big weapon yeah. that that destroys like countries and stuff like yes. that. And there's like, there's, well, I, I think they should have like, um, uh, what's it? Uh, like, we've got gangsters involved. Yep. We've got corporate interest involved mm-hmm. who've like who've like hired like hitmen and stuff like that yeah. to jump on it. Uh, we've got a few chances. Yes. Uh, involved, and we've got like a like a. Peace Corps, like yeah. Greenpeace kind of mm. kind of people involved as well. That eco terrorist type yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're all they're all out to they're all a kooky cast of characters. They are, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I think but I think the um the main bad one is probably the Because uh, obviously the the weirdly enough, the corporate interest mm. no reason to want Mars smashed up. Mm. Um uh but in the end they're they're like they seem to be helping Sandra Bullock. Yeah, it's uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yep, I was um, say is, Ben Mendelsohn, good big cast. business Ben. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he seems to be helping Sandra Bullock to mm. to try and uh, right this train. Yeah. Um, to to try and make it so it doesn't spin off and pull the uh, the, the gravity field doesn't pull yeah. uh, Phobos in. Uh, but then when it actually comes to this package. Um, like uh, he's willing to do anything it takes to get it back for his 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 corporate uh, corporate interests. Yes. Um. Where, and when it becomes clear that the only way to uh, get this package, like to to stop this Phobos being um, destroyed, is to get that package to the moon. Yeah. 
Um, uh, he's like, well, that's not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Sorry, Sandra Bullock's Bruce. character. Yeah. Oh yeah. I quite like this one. That's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Like you can see it. You can see it unfolding. Can't yeah, you? you can. It's good. Cool, um, cool gravitronic tube effects. Yeah. In the old. Uh, you have a lot old... of really fun set pieces there. Yeah, like exactly. Like someone jumping off a spaceship. Because it's the... full of air. Yeah. yeah, they're coming out of the train and jumping between characters. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, it's because it's the. Um, you know, they're moving at the speed of the train. It's just like, and there's no gravity or anything yeah. going between them. People just, just get lost out into yeah, space. Yeah, Or fall really far. <laughs> yeah, really, really far. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that one. Um... Uh, we got to talk about um, uh, space adventures. Oh yeah, we got to talk about space adventures without mentioning Star Wars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we can't ring that Star Wars bell. No. Uh, well, Keep first, it. first of all, I want to talk about what Twitter's doing, um, quite oh, collectively. God. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you heard about this Goncharov? Yo, Goncharov. That was so. That was. I think that started on Tumblr. Did it? Okay, right. Gunch- so not on Twitter, but <laughs> yeah. but my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it started. As as far as I understand it, um it was like uh either a misspelled um uh like a, a kind of a misspelled piece of merch or something yeah. or like a um or something that someone found. Mm. Or it was just someone that, you know, typed something wrong. Yeah. Um uh, but either way, people were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Like, um, this we're, we're, we're like because it even said like a film by Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Um, and it was like about the Sicilian mafia. Yeah. And <laughs> the guy with the Russian name. Mm. Yeah. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, <laughs> so the. Uh, <laughs> Presumably, I mean, it might be the Russian mafia in Sicily. Yeah, yeah, um, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's really odd. But yeah, the internet has absolutely gone off the hinges. Yes, yeah. like, like basically collectively writing this movie. Yeah, like yeah. scene for scene. There's like <laughs> full on like adaptations, but, but, but in, and storyboards but in for reverse, it, right? right? Like yeah. they do. They did it um, first. They had to fabricate the, its cultural imprint. Mm. So that was the first thing they did. The yeah. first thing they did was like start reviewing it <laughs> and start doing like critical analyses of it. Um, and like, and they were they were like, uh, what, what what people really forget is that Goncharov is, is first and foremost about loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, and people's different relationships with loss. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and fucking bananas. Like, I, like the thing is, before I heard about what it was, I saw yeah. the poster. I was like, oh, it doesn't look like a Scorsese film. I've seen. I mean, it looks like a Scorsese yeah, film yeah. Uh, from the poster. Someone has someone has studied Scorsese posters. Yeah. And, <laughs> and gone and done this one before. Like it was before Raging Bull or Taxi Driver, yeah. everything like that. So it was like, this is really odd. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> A brand new slice of like uh, ubiquitous uh, film culture. Yeah, because it, th- that's the thing for a lot of people. We were talking um, last week mm. uh, about the fact that there are certain films that like you're expected to have seen. Yeah, people uh, go, "Oh, you haven't seen this." Yeah, the haven't seen list. Yes, right? exactly. Um, and 
lake you can uh go last week it seems if you want to want to hear about that but the um the key being that this really plays off that right yeah. it makes you go oh shit another film that i haven't seen and i should see yeah. i guess i'll put it on the on the list of all the other films that i haven't seen yeah I, i've put speed racer on everyone else's list <laughs> yeah the fake film speed racer yeah the fake film speed racer yeah <laughs> Because because that is a film I think everyone should sh- should see and enjoy. Yeah, but uh, nobody it, no, it, nobody actually knows. That's like your personal film. Yeah, culture. yeah, yeah. That's that's my own personal film culture, and quite a lot of people on the internet. Like, there's been a load of like video essays written yeah, about sure. Speed Racer recently, like yeah. in, the, in the last like five years or so mm. where people are like this film's really good yeah. and like I'm, I've been saying this since day one. <laughs> like I, I think like. Uh, my next door neighbor just had it on DVD and like just gave it to us and was like, "This film's amazing." <laughs> I, I had no idea this film like came out yeah. at the cinema like, and they just had it and I was like, "This is." I think it came out like apparently like a week after Iron Man. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, it came out a week after Iron Man, and I'm pretty sure like the same year as The Dark Knight as well. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we were really leaning into that to that to that cultural <laughs> realism crunch. Yeah, and it's it's just the antithesis of it. I'm so glad we're out of that. Yeah. Um, went to see uh, Glass Onion. Oh, yeah. uh, and Matilda the Musical on mm. Friday. Back, kind of back to back. Back to back, yeah. Um, and for, for the weirdest double feature. Very strange double yeah. feature. But you know what? Like, both of them mm. don't adhere to, re- to, to, to to that kind of realism. Yeah. They're very, they're both very much a sort of like... Well, one is a um, heightened reality, as you need to for mm. musicals. Yeah. Um, uh, In the Heights showed us that. Like, In the uh, Heights, uh, La La Land... La La Land, indeed. Yeah. yeah, you got those. You got those much very that very heightened reality. I say, uh, La La Land. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Remember La La Land. Remember the fun fun musical that was the first half of La La Land? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like remember the artist. Remember that? No. No. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't. That say was it. buzzing. Uh, Oscars. <laughs> Oscars. Oscars time. Yeah. Buzzing like the the buzz around the artist was incredible. Yeah, no one fucking remembers that movie. Well, I didn't see it. It had one good scene. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, La La Land had two good scenes. Yeah, they were two good songs. Yeah, Um, like I'll ask you that again in like another like five years or so, and you'll be like, I can't remember what La La Land is. I'm sorry, Tom. I think I'll remember. I think I'll I'll remember the you know another day another day of sun for a while. Yeah. I reckon uh, that's that's all you remember from La La Land. Yeah, I remember the other song was at a party. Yeah, or on the way to a party. Yeah, and at a party, I think. Yeah, I, I, can't don't, rem- I don't. You can't remember the name of it. Really remember the name of the song? What happens in the song? Yeah, um, uh, Sea of Stars. I remember that. Yeah, uh, my, I have the soundtrack on vinyl, and yeah. I often forget that I have it on vinyl <laughs> unless I'm like looking through my vinyl collection. Like, I, I bought that. What? You know, you know what? What's funny is like. Um, uh, the the kind of decline of the golden era of Hollywood mm. is what's being, you know, uh, pushed by La La La. Yeah, right? like it's, it's what's being seen. But like all all you all you can see is a movie slowly becoming self like self conscious, yeah. not self aware, self conscious. Yeah. So you just it's just this sort of like this this uh, really excited um, sort of uh, beginning that everyone remembers. And then the movie yeah. industry, like around the time of the Dark Knight, yeah, yeah. suddenly becomes self-conscious. 
Look, La La Land is the equivalent to you dancing while no one's watching and yeah. then someone starts watching. Yes, <laughs> and yes. you're very aware someone's and you, watching. you like, put the blinds up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you pull the blinds up and you're like, oh no. You, you, put, you put the blinds down and... For all intents and purposes, you could keep dancing, but yeah, you yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't. About halfway through the dance, you're like, oh. And then you're like, hmm, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do the safety dance. Yeah, for the rest of the, uh, uh, this, this session, I'm just going to sort of move slightly. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, uh, Goncharov. Goncharov, yeah. Goncharov to bring it all the way back. <laughs> it's mad. It, yeah. it basically... The internet did what we do. Yes. Almost. Just made up a movie yeah. and pretended it was just, real. Just from thin air. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah, you should... Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know how you can access this because it's not one central thing. Yeah. It's just the internet doing some stuff. There are odds are you've already seen some of it. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> seen a scene from yeah. Goncharov. Uh, because you'll have heard, like, uh, people talking about Katya or, yeah, like, Sophia, know, right? Sophia, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just these these <laughs> characters that aren't real. Yeah, um, and, and <laughs> just just scenes yeah. that never existed. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. Like this is this is <laughs> people are so disillusioned with uh, with the studio Hollywood system now that they're making up their own movies. What we need is uh, Scorsese to make Gunshot. <laughs> Like, I was just like, maybe he will. I'm just like, no, he won't. <laughs> he, he won't bow to the pressures of uh, no, uh, he of wouldn't. The internet. He can do whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, he now. can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's got. A, he's got a. Um, he's got world cinema to promote. Oh yeah, that's his thing, isn't it? That's that's what he does. Yeah. That's what he does. Um, he yeah. doesn't even make movies anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doesn't need to. Doesn't know. Doesn't need to. He secured his place in in his in 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 film history. Yeah, it's like Spielberg. He he doesn't need to make films anymore, but yeah, he, does. he does. He does, yeah. and he keeps on doing it. Yep. <laughs> the, despite the fact that like fifty percent of them are good, <laughs> it is almost exactly fifty percent. Yeah, because he makes a good one and then he makes a bad one in the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like uh, what was it? The Post and Ready Player One yeah. came out about a month. There's the one where he's been on set, and yeah. then there's the one where he's been he's been zooming <laughs> zooming in to his to his assistant directors. I was gonna say Tintin was very much like that, like yeah. in real life, but yeah. that was actually quite good. Yeah. So yeah, who knows? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was weird because it was like this room full of people who you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, uh, who, who did it have attached? It had like Joe Cornish attached. Yeah, Joe Cornish and Edgar Wright like wrote Edgar Wright, it. Yeah, and then and you got then Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson producing, producing Spielberg directing, and I'm sure like yeah, John Williams did the soundtrack for it because it's Spielberg directing. Yeah. But it's just sort of like this is an odd very, collection very of odd. people. It's a very odd movie. Yeah. But it, it's, it works. The animation is great. Yeah. Um, I don't remember anything that happens in the movie. Yeah, me neither. Um, so I can't tell you whether it's good or not. Yeah, I just, I just remember sort of looking at it and being like, oh, this is amazing. This is really cool. I like the animation. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like they perfected what they tried to do in Polar Express. Mm, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, this looks good now and yeah, not the, creepy. Yeah, the, the mapping of, of, of animation to... Actors' faces. Sort of yeah. Thing, yeah. I remember Andy Serkis talking about like him playing Captain Haddock mm. and just sort of walking onto like a green screen yeah. with like uh, a motion capture suit on and on a screen like he captured it in real time 
yeah. and like you could see like him stood in like a dock yeah as Captain Haddock yeah. just doing that and it was it's like that's amazing wild yeah yeah the fact that Andy Serkis did the motion capture for Captain Haddock when um uh what's his name Benoit Blanc did the voice oh no no um it was Andy Serkis doing no, all Captain Haddock um Daniel Craig was just the villain Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Daniel Craig was Craig the villain was, in that. Was, was Captain Haddock? Yeah. No, no, no. It was oh. it was Jamie Bell and Andy Serkis. And then, yeah, Daniel Craig did the... I can't remember the name of the villain, but the villain was in it. Oh. Yeah. I could have Interesting. Craig. Interesting times. But mm. space, space movies. Space adventures. Space adventures. Specifically. I don't want to hear about your space tubes, Tom. Yeah? This, this episode. The space tubes. I don't want to hear about your space the, tubes. The hissing steam space tubes. Yeah, dusty, dusty space suits. And but, your... but they're so good. There's no adventure there. But... <laughs> There's no adventure there. It's... It's it's all too deadly. <laughs> if you if, hey, you, if hey. you invoke if you invoke hissing space tubes, right, right? What you end up with is you 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 slide under one temple door, a space <laughs> tube gets caught, and you die in the vacuum yeah, yeah. space. But Matt, Matt, we have just watched ten episodes of a show I will not name. Yeah. Because we've said we can't we won't. mention yep. it. Yep, that's got loads of space tubes in that. It doesn't. That's not a movie. In loads which, of kinetic space tubes. That, that, uh, that's not a movie in which. So space flight in that. Yeah. Is magic. Yeah. It's just magic. It's just magic. It's just magic. Yeah. At no point are you like shit. If that like, if that windscreen buckles, I guess. yeah, I'm I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm immediately dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> the vacuum screen. The vacuum yeah. screen. Yeah, that, yeah. That window buckles. You, 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 you're dead. Yeah. It's you. You're never even thinking about that. It's. It's like why can't we get the 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 uh, flux hydronometer to uh, input the uh, the dial. The thing is, flux. I again like I like that, but it depends on on the foot like like. Again, with the franchise that shall not be named for yeah. fear of ringing the bell, mm-hmm. um, like the the best ones I like are the ones that don't get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, but like of, of how the world works, the ones that I like are just fun adventures. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, what, yeah what I'm saying is that like um, I, I don't I, I don't want your first man's. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I don't. That's just that. Well, first man is not even science fiction. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, like no. first man. Not first man. It's just what am a I talking film. About? I'm talking about the um, Mars one. The Martian. The Martian. I don't want yeah. the Martians because there's no there's no adventure in that for me. Yeah. Right. It's you could technically call it an adventure film because he's doing things it's, that it's, haven't been done. Yeah, yeah. He's doing. He's do, but it's it's hard sci-fi. It's, yeah. It's not fantasy sci-fi silliness. Like like it's yeah it's 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 hard sci-fi in that uh, like there is the thing that you want to do and the thing that you are doing are really close together yeah like, yeah um, and so like it doesn't feel like there's a lot of adventure for me because it's like you ca- you can't extrapolate yeah that. the, the, not, the science not, is integral to the plot yeah, of the film you're not um, in te- you're not even thinking about ex- you're not even um, 
being asked to extrapolate yeah. as to what could potentially happen if you were in this wild yeah. uh, situation. What's, what could possibly be out there? Nobody's asking that question in Marsh in The Martian. Yeah, no. Um, no they're, they're, they're just like, that's what it is. It's, it's dust yeah, and, yeah. It's, and, it's, and it's poo. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's space well, the, tubes. The Martian's a good movie, but like... Again, like I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Again, that's hard sci-fi. Yeah. I, I'm I'm completely on the same level with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like let's make a space adventure, silly space adventure, <laughs> um, fun times. Although I may need to change some of the titles. Uh, <laughs> they all there's just space tubes. Yeah. Just uh, space, space tubes. tubes three. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so dusty, dusty helmet. Yeah. Space helmet. Dusty space helmet. Yeah. So where would you put Alien on that? Because Alien. Alien is is. Like well, it's not an adventure, is it's it? It's not an adventure, it's a yeah, horror movie. Yeah. But like it's got it's got bits of the uh sort of Martian sci fi like oh all the systems are going down, that yeah. kind of thing. But also like it, it like it shows you how it's the ship works alien. and stuff. It's also got like space jockeys and aliens in it that are completely out of this world and you don't know how the ship works. What's a space stuff. jockey? Space jockey is the big big man with the chest thing uh like so when they get to the when they get to the alien ship uh-huh. there's like another bigger alien uh. with his chest burst out okay like this, this there's just a giant in a seat right yeah that, okay. that like they didn't bother to really go into any detail about yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which just, is it was just the the like and they didn't need to because it was just the thing that the the, the method yeah. by which this got here yeah 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 it, um, it's a really interesting scene like when you look back on it you're like wait hang on that that doesn't look like like the xenomorph well it means it's, it's something else it means it's not a one-off first it means it's not a first encounter of this yeah. species this is just how it do yeah it's yeah. like finding a sort of discarded um you know uh what is it that like implants its young in, in, in yeah. stuff like is it wasps or something uh, wasps do that yeah. yeah um and it's just like this is just how they do things yeah but the fact that it it that whole scene in Alien raises questions which are just kind of brushed over. Yeah. I, it's I, really weird. It's like, okay, so we're not alone. Like, again, the the, the fact that we're not alone in the galaxy will be yeah. answered by the alien later on. But the fact that there's... Like, that alien seemed very much like an animal. I see what you mean, These yeah. aliens seem like they have technology. Yeah, And they're, like, sure. sentient. They've and yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, um, like, it's just brushed over yeah. and not really touched on mm-hmm. until they did Prometheus. And it's, like... No, no, I can see why they left it as a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alien, like, it is clearly, definitely mm. a space tubes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because if you were to bring that over to the side of... Um, I mean, same with Arrival. Yeah. Um, same with, um, like, it's like, oh, a high-concept sci-fi thing, sure. Yeah. But, like, couched within space tubes. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a... It's, it's hard sci-fi in the fact that like there's like a, it explores the ecosystem of this alien and it explores the corporate world in which the characters live in yeah and stuff like that so yeah i, I guess there is that and i think i think um the, the the key is that there is one thing there's one big difference between a fantasy um thing and a uh a, a sci uh, like a high sci-fi you know like mm. a, a, a kind of um uh soft sci-fi i guess you might call it yeah 
and then a hard sci-fi thing mm. and usually it's that soft sci-fi has uh, is a lot more like fantasy mm. there are hundreds of th- kinds of things that you don't know yeah. and you're blessed if you ever get to understand one of them mm. um, and it's actually the intersection of all those things that you don't know into a picture yeah. um, that you're you're looking for um, hard sci-fi there mm. is one thing you don't understand yeah there is exactly one thing you don't understand and you expect to find out more about it as you go along yeah um, and so the uh, and and it's about the interaction between the known and the unknown mm. um, and that pr- uh, that thing of becoming it becoming going from an unknown no uh, sorry, uh, uh, an unknown unknown to a known unknown and then and then they're trying to pull it into the known known territory mm. um, but but things usually go bad when they do yeah that's usually hard sci-fi in a nutshell mm. um, whereas I think that there's a lot more known unknowns. Yes. In, uh, in, in fantasy and high sci-fi yeah. that they just like it's either hand-waved that other people know yeah. or that like uh... so I've got a few a few ones that I think toe the line okay so Mass Effect yeah Mass Effect definitely toes the line yeah. I was thinking about Mass Effect because really it's like there are loads of um, loads of these uh, kind of alien species and things that we don't quite know how they work and we're yeah. in the process of discovering them but then there's this like one element zero which is the big yeah. difference between it's so weird isn't it like it like you could easily transplant Mass Effect into a fantasy setting yeah. and it would be the same almost For sure. yeah. um, Firefly Firefly uh, slash Serenity definitely treads the line again um, I think that's kind of it's got a little bit more adventure to it because of its uh, of its theming I would say it's not a fantasy I would say it's more of a western yeah you could you could take you could take Firefly and put it into a western setting and it would be the same and I would say western goes into the adventure genre nicely yeah Um, and we've discussed before about how western and and, and fantasy they they, um, uh Fill the same void for people. Yeah. Um, the um, the the right and wrong. Mm. Uh, the sort of like the absolute justice. The yeah. Sort of, the frontier. Uh, uh, frontiersmanship. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, okay. I think there was another one. Um, well, Star Wars. Oh. Oh, you've done it. Ring a ding ding. Oah, ring in the Star Wars bell. Ding a ring a ding dong ding dong. Ring a ding 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 ding. Um, I'm just imagining now if if they did like you know how all the Star Wars things they've done after like the the new trilogy mm-hmm. and to some degree Rogue One and Solo as well because yeah. those have been the two films. It's weird to think there's only been two films that aren't part of that trilogy that yep. they've released. Um, if they did a ser- a TV show that every episode started like a film <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the title crawl like... so, so much has gone in, instead of a recap yeah yeah they just have a summary of the yeah. previous episode that's what you do in the crawl <laughs> and to be honest like the Clone Wars does it mm. but in a kind of like um, World War 2 era newsreel right uh, so it doesn't do the letters mm-hmm. it does like a kind of and I mean it doesn't even recap the last episode. It just sort of puts you in the place of where the characters are at yeah. at the beginning of the episode. It's yeah. like, uh, the Dateline, uh, Clone Wars are raging across the galaxy yeah. and Anakin Skywalker is on. It's It does that. But like, imagine if every episode of this show <laughs> started with that crawl. crawl just, just recapping what happened in the last episode. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd like that. Yep. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Valerian. 
Valerian, definitely much a space adventure. Yeah. Um, there is the watched... city, city of a Thousand Planets is just such an unknown, right? Yeah. Like it's like that. It is such an unknown. Nobody can possibly. It's a very good setting. Yeah. Because it is um, uh, hundreds of ships, thousands of ships, yeah. potentially like more hundreds of thousands of ships. Yeah. Like um, that have all glommed onto each other mm. and 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 created this like interlinking thing. Yeah. Uh, over hundreds of years, which is so cool mm. because it means that you've got like the old parts of the ship that are, is still the it's still the from from the old days you know yeah. from the first international space station <laughs> it's it's a shame the film was bad the film's really bad yeah really really, really bad I, um, uh, I watched a scene from it the other day you know it came up on like Netflix so yeah. I was like oh this film looks really good it's a shame about the rest <laughs> of the film it's a shame about the film yeah yeah, I, I I do. I still intend to read the uh, graphic novel at some point. Yeah. You know, to sort of actually understand what it is because it's such a good concept. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, that very much a space adventure because I think the big part of that for me is mm. that um there's stuff buried. Yeah. Right. You know, th- there is um not that it comes up, mm. but you can imagine around it's, each corner there is yeah. something, and it's it's very much like how Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is an adventure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like stuff's come before and it, there is potential around every you corner imagine if they did the good the bad and the ugly but like in space yeah that'd be pretty how cool. cool would that be yeah, that'd be pretty cool yeah because I, I know um, uh, and this is weird because I've been excited for some shit films recently yeah. I watched Avatar the other day mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> just in, to prep in prep yeah yeah in prep for Avatar the way of the water which I'm getting so hyped for oh and I hate gosh. seeing people like oh it's going to be so bad I'm just like it's it's not it's going to be the best thing you've ever seen um <laughs> Stop lying to me. Stop pretending not to be enthusiastic about Avatar: The Way of the Water. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Stop lying. It's going to be the best film ever made. It's gonna, it's gonna claw in. It's gonna claw in all that dollar. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna beat a billion. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Avengers Endgame. It's gonna be the Avengers Endgame of movies. <laughs> I think it's gonna make a lot of money. Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be so good. It's gonna make so much money. I, I agree with half of your premise. <laughs> I am so hyped for Avengers: The Way of Water. I just Avengers: want... The Way of Water. <laughs> That was not a like that was that, that wasn't a joke. That was a genuine mistake. I'm so hyped for Avengers: <laughs> Way of Water. I'm just getting them mixed up now. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I am so hyped for next corporate <laughs> corporate blockbuster. <laughs> Insert corporate blockbuster here. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, I, I'm so hyped for it. Um, same with um, funnily enough like Zack Snyder's new project yeah you know because like whenever Zack Snyder does something that's not like a franchise thing Mm. or like something that's been done before so like the 300 or whatever Mm. so only one film and that sucker punch really (laughs) Um, now that I think about it I'd be like you know what this is alright yeah, like um, it's it's a cool it's, it's a cool uh, visual like, style he's got. Like that's the thing is that Zack Snyder does does have some visual panache. Yeah, and um, like when when you're not watching like Superman be a very clear Christ metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Or like or like a four hour film that's mostly shot in darkness. 
it's like he's pretty good at sort of making those screensaver movies mm. and the fact that he's making a space opera based around seven samurai mm. i'm just and i've seen like some of like the concept art for it and so like, this looks amazing mm. this looks like it's gonna be so good and i'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> of course you are like, it's it's the the same, movie. Same... they're never as good as you think they like they, they, they you you watch them once you go like whoa that looked amazing yeah and then you come back and you're like this film isn't very yeah. good yeah like there's nothing in the story really no sells it it's like the opposite of speed racer yeah. you're like you're like this film looked amazing and then you're like oh no it did a lot in 10 minutes <laughs> it did like that th- that is crammed full of information yeah. right there but like um yeah so like yeah i'm i'm, I'm hyped for that and mm. i'm hyped for uh, black panther the way of water mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm hyped for next big disney project i'm uh, i you know what i really enjoyed Matilda the way of water <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, the way of water and I of that mystery I'm really hyped for Interstellar <laughs> Quantum of Solace I, 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 and Ant-Man Quantum of Solace really 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 enjoyed Adventures and I of that mystery <laughs> Knives Out a solo story <laughs> Yeah, so excited, excited for next corporate blockbuster. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.